Welcome to the evolution of culture, hustle culture, which has naturally played itself out. Welcome to the Hustle Culture Hater Club Podcast. We don't glamorize hustle. We promote empowerment over exhaustion. Your life, your biz, your rules. And now your host, Heather Kehoe, bringing F-bombs and truth bombs. This is the Hustle Culture Hater Club. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hustle Culture Hater Club. And you know how much I love to talk about energy and how it affects us and, um, you know, stay away from the energy suckers. But I had no idea how we can relate energy to our hair until I met this amazing woman. And I just had to bring her on because she is my hair guru, my hairstylist. Um, and she has taught me so much about how, um, you know, we carry trauma in our hair. And it just, it, it really made sense to me after I started going to her and learning more about it. So I want to welcome Janelyn Mailer to the podcast. Um, and she is a conscious hairstylist is how we would like to describe you. Recent mom of just a sweetheart, um, all around kick-ass woman, and she is the owner of Soul Salons. So how are you? I am doing awesome today. Thank you. How are you? I'm really good. And I'm going to see you tomorrow to color these (laughs) damn roots. So yeah. yeah. So you know what? It's funny. I'm going to go back a little bit about just how we met because we were going through the whole, you know, the vid. Um, and, you know, I was looking for someone who I, I guess had had a more adaptable schedule and maybe aligned more of, you know, my way of, <laughs> I hate to say my way of thinking, but um you know, we we do think alike in the way of like energies and just flow and things like that. So that's that's a couple years ago that um, yeah. that that I came to you and and honestly, I was like, okay, you know what? I like the the vibe of this girl's website. I heard really good things about you from another friend, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I need to go, and I just never look back. And um, I love that you didn't. <laughs> no, and I have been learning so much from you, and along the way, obviously, because you know hairstylists like to talk to uh, you know their clients in the chair. So we've learned a lot about um, one another and about your journey because you didn't just show up here and have this like you know great business and things like that. And there was a lot of things you went through to get to where you are. And I just wanted to, I wanted to share that. And I wanted to share really the, the way you look at, at hair, right. And, and because it's so much more than just come for a haircut, there's just, it's so much deeper than that. And it's like, I just, I feel like a lot of people just, they have no idea what that even means. Yeah. They have no idea because it's not really out there right now, although it's getting out there, but you know, this information, this awareness, it's more and more like even just two weekends ago, we had a holistic hair summit 
And there was over 20 speakers, um, hairdressers, hairdresser community, friends that were talking about this kind of work, what it means, what everyone's kind of doing in their own little ways and how they're bringing it to the forefront, how they're sharing the message to everyone. And yeah, just kind of, again, bringing the awareness that hair is more than what we were taught in school, which was hair is dead. Yeah. You know, hair has a life cycle. So how does hair dead? How is hair dead? Right. Right. Like riddle me this. Yeah. Riddle me this. So (laughs) if you, okay. If you were to just explain to somebody before we get into this, um, how you are different than just, you know, the, the person who thinks hair is dead and come for a cut in out. See ya. Um, you know, how, how is your way or the way that you're doing things? How is it different? My first and foremost way is less is more. Mm-hmm. The less we outside do to ourselves as far as all the things, you know, even products, all the products we use, the less you products you use, the more you'll actually get out of your hair. So, you know, and, and too, same with people coloring their hair, try to get them to color it less and less. I've transitioned a lot of ladies to gray once they were ready. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even just when you come for a haircut, it's no wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. See you later. Mm-hmm. See you. Mm-hmm. Let's sit you down. Let's get you comfortable. Let's start with a head massage. Mm-hmm. Let's do a hair wash. Yeah. Let's do some tension uh, cards. If you want to pull, I also offer services where there is a good hour of energy work before I even wash the hair, cut the hair. So just creating a space that people can come to for a totally different holistic experience, because that's what hairdressing is. Hairdressing is a modality. It is a, you know, thing. So um, I just, I've always realized throughout my whole career that anytime I would just get someone to the sink to wash their hair, they were able to let go, release, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of put the way for just a minute, you know? Yeah. And so I started um, before even doing the hair wash, just doing these little mini head massages right in the chair. Yeah. And that just, that right there was the the difference between myself and a lot of other stylists that just quick consultation, quick hair yeah. wash. And sometimes that's not even them doing the hair wash. You know, you have mm-hmm. an assistant, somebody else. So there's that. And then also the fact that I did have a brick and mortar salon. I had other people around me. I had, you know, people walking in all the time and I just really wanted a space that was undisruptive, a space for their own, all the privacy so that my client could just unload, unleash, mm-hmm. whatever they needed to do. And so my space is also in my home. Yeah. So I really just, you know, created a space where even I feel comfortable and mm-hmm. relaxed in. So totally. And it, it is yeah. like, it's an experience that is like such a, a great way to describe it. Cause it's like, it's exciting to me. I'm like, oh my God, I get to go. Like, this is going to be freaking awesome. It's almost yeah. like going, you know, to the spa or whatnot. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you have a true gift for that. But let's go back to where, how you got to this, because I know when you first came out of hair school, it wasn't this way, 
right? It was things were different and it was like an evolving through, you know, time and experience and and whatnot and going through some like shitty, shitty experiences. Right. And I mean, I know we're not supposed to label them bad or good or whatnot, but they were, um, I would say, pretty stressful experiences. And um, obviously, we need to go through those things in order to have growth, uh, even though when you're in it doesn't always seem that way. So, so take me back to kind of where, where you started, what led you down the path that you are right now? I would have to say like, so two quick things before I even got into hair school, I knew at 13 years old, I was going to be hairstylist. Even when I was in elementary school, I was sitting there one day playing with my hair and the light came through these windows and I caught my hair in the sunlight. And I remember at a very young age looking at hair and being like, what am I looking at? I knew I was looking at my hair, but the the way that my hair was shining and the mm-hmm. light that put in it, it was like something in that moment was like, what is hair? Why do we have it? What is mm-hmm. its purpose? Then to know at 13, I was going to be a hairdresser. And that's because I was very creative and I loved the creative part of it. Yeah. So like going through high school, it was very challenging for me. Boom, got into hair school right after high school. But I had a lot of anxiety, some depression going on, some addictions going on. And I remember being like, how am I supposed to continue as a hairdresser if I can't even deal with my own shit? Mm-hmm. And so luckily enough i was guided to cranial sacral mm-hmm. and in like even just filling out the forms <clears throat> and seeing like the words anxiety depression like i had never gone to a doctor i'd never seen anyone before that even like addressed these things yeah. so here i am going to this guy who's make you know i i really we had no idea what i was going in for but i remember the feeling when I left was just so profound, so different, a shift had happened. And so as I went on in my hairdressing career and as hairdressers, we have to stand in front of the mirror all day long. Mm-hmm. So it's not just working somebody else's energy field. I'm also having to, you know, see myself all day, every day and to deal with whatever was going on literally head on. So yeah. I just found that a lot of the things that I had, that I had maybe, um, taken on from like the energy work I had received, I just realized how much it intertwined into the hair world. Mm-hmm. And I also had um, a mentor who taught me about numerology and astrology and all these interesting things that like just got allowed me to get to know me a little bit more. And as I got to know myself a little bit more, I realized that a lot of times if I had a client in my early days that wasn't happy with their hair or if it just was a not a good experience energy-wise, that it always came back to me. Mm-hmm. How did I show up that day? How did I, like, what was I doing the night before? I was probably partying, you know? Yeah. So it's like yeah. I had to start getting, like, a little bit more responsible in my own energy yeah. in order to have better days behind the chair. And then, you know, along the years of just, like, my own personal healing I learned all sorts of different modalities and I would come back behind the chair and you know clients had always 
you know, once a client sits in a, your chair, there's a level of trust that happens and they just like to spill it. Yeah. You know? And so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like hairstylists, no <laughs> secrets. Yeah. And there's times where it's just like, whoa, OK, you know, so it's it was nice to have a different tool or send them in a different direction where it was more of the the energy, the healing, the holistic, the, you know, and and I mean, giving them a beautiful haircut and color was almost the bonus part of what I was doing. You know, it was the conversation, which, which totally just, I think, started separating me from the pact, really the sea of stylist, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then I ended up buying a salon, which was a whole other thing, but Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) we'll just leave that for another time. But when I decided after a couple of years of having this brick and mortar salon, just going through all the BS that came with that, I decided to let go of my business and move into my home. And in the same moment that I decided that it was literally like an hour later, my best friend called me and mm-hmm. she said, I have something I want to ask you. And so we went out for lunch and in the middle of lunch, in the middle of a restaurant, she asked me if I wanted to go on a free trip to Maui. She had won a trip and she was allowed to bring somebody. So she asked me. Nice. And I just bawled. And I was just like, wow, okay. You know, like yeah. I made such a big decision because letting go of a salon is also letting go of your pride. It's letting go for of sure. Like, yeah. You know, what you know, people think of you, all that kind yeah. of stuff. And on this trip. We ended up attaching a sound and yoga retreat to it. Mm-hmm. And we go on a road trip that one day to go to up the volcano to watch the sunset that night on top of this volcano. And all along the way, we stopped at this crystal shop. And mm-hmm. I, I was in there. I left. I came back. And all of a sudden, they were like, John, look at this. Look at this book. And it was a book called Awaken, awakening your hair, how to care for your cosmic antenna. Hmm. And all these beautiful gem uh, crystal combs around this book. And I just like in that moment was like, oh, my gosh, I found yeah. my, found somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got it. You get it. And like even just her words, like cosmic antenna, like right then and there, I was like, that's yeah. it. That's what I've been trying to explain to people all this time and I think what I was trying to explain to people was that like your hair is the medium your hair is the modality your hair is the gateway to a lot of if you are aware of it and if you practice Mm -hmm. with it and you allow it so as soon as I saw that book I met with the author I actually went down a couple times to meet her she was living in uh, Washington at the time I went to her got some training on a haircut called hair balancing where it's all about sacred geometry and just pulling the hair in certain different directions in order to like really kind of I guess attune your aura Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that woman has taught me so much she like she's just really brought out exactly what I had been knowing but not being able to voice yeah so from her, it just like, then, you know, a couple years later, I was found through my website by a lady named Mona. Um, she called me one day and said, hey, we're doing this documentary called Beyond Vanity. Would you like to be a part of it? Right away, it was like, hell yeah. I'm yeah. Let's go. yeah. A week later, I flew out to the Sunshine Coast in BC, spent four days in a 
hair retreat, although we didn't do any hair, we, you know, it was all ceremony. Nice. It was like four, it was four days of ceremony. We did a sweat. We did sound healing. We did all sorts of things, cacao ceremonies, because that's really kind of the basis of all this work. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, that was just like, okay, there's more of us. And that was her yeah. whole goal was just starting to gather starting to gather the like-minded stylist totally that is I didn't know that 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 is awesome and I love that you didn't do any like there was like zero hair like nobody did any hair (laughs) no I mean we obviously related it all to hair because it's all relatable to hair but yeah not once I mean we maybe combed each other's hair every once you know with a gem comb or something but but it was just Kind of just, yeah, just all that kind of sitting in ceremony, sitting in just really positive, cool energy and just awesome information that just, I can't, I can't look back and I can't unsee hair, like hair, hair is, it's so alive. It's, you know, your hair is actually attached to your nervous system. That's why like when you, when something kind of like, kind of happens, the hair on the back of your neck stands up, Yeah, you know, your hair the best way I can describe hair is that hair is your sixth sense. Mm-hmm. It sensory tool that you know you know it's a sensory tool because as soon as your hair or your head gets touched, it's like ugh, yeah. like there's just so much going on all of a For sudden. For sure, your hair is like its little feeler. So that whole spiritual antenna, your hair is is like this little connector, like this little antenna to your higher self, to your outside realms, whatever you want to call it, but. You know, as I like look at my car right now, I see this little radio antenna and I can just see the hair sticking up. Like even for example, a cool little um, visualization is that lots of times when we donate hair, we put Mm -hmm. them in little ponytails. And And so when you look at the cross section of a ponytail, it looks so cool, first of all. But second of all, I just so happened to have a cable beside me that was busted. And as I looked at this like internet cable and I looked at this cross section of hair, I was like, oh my God, this mm-hmm. is the exact thing. It looks the exact same. All these little wires are just sending mm-hmm. motion mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. So it's like these little, these little feelers that are constantly out there, you know, another way we kind of get people to see what we're, we're saying about these feelers is that cats and dogs, they have whiskers. Mm, yeah. Insects, ants, whatever they have, their little yeah. antenna, humans yeah. have hair. Humans have yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. That, that it's so wild. And this is exactly what I wanted to have you on because it's, I, I never, ever thought of it that way ever. And I would always, yeah, I would wonder like, Oh, you know, I take Britney Spears, for example, right. When she, you know, had her, um, dark night of the soul or whatever, um, she shaved her head right? She shaved all her hair off and you'll yeah. see people, you see this in movies so often, right? When people are going through a, a major like emotional um, experience or trauma and they've got say really long hair, they take, they just, they just cut, take the scissors and cut it. And it's like this, I always wondered like, is it just for like, does it feel freeing? Like, or did they just lose their mind and do that? And then the more I've learned, I'm like, oh my God, like, hair holds that. I mean, it holds every experience, 
But when you're releasing trauma, right, the hair holds on to so much trauma. And then I was like, holy shit, that makes sense now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what your experiences are. Like when you came out of that, that holistic, like that hair retreat, obviously you probably talked a lot about that, about how hair. Um, so I want to, I want to hear your view on that and your take on that and, um, you know, how you explain that to, to clients, because it's gotta be one of those things where, you know, somebody's going through something and it's like, and you, I see them, right. I'll see a woman who has had the same hair for like mm. 40 <laughs> years. Right. And it's just long and whatever. And I'm like, God, it's just, everything looks so heavy. Right. And there's gotta be so like, it just makes her look just everything so heavy. And I've thought to myself like, Oh man, if she just, that hair was cut, I bet everything in her life would be like so much lighter. Right. But it would be that letting go. Like you're letting go of a major part of yourself. Yeah. For her, it would be change. And she yeah. like right then and there, I can just like read her that to say that, you know, she is someone who doesn't like change, doesn't like to do anything different. And then if she mm-hmm. did get a haircut, a really like drastic haircut, it would probably leave her ungrounded for a while, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. because she just, that's what maybe anchors her down, you know, is yeah. that same heavy look because she, you know, yeah, it's to me like, yeah, needs that groundedness almost. But um, how would I explain? To, like first and foremost, like I said, that sixth sense thing. Yeah. Um, you know, your hair is a spiritual antenna; it's very much alive. It's it's picking up, it's holding, and it's putting out information constantly. A haircut in itself can be a a big release. You're cutting off the old from the new. Mm-hmm. You know, all this old energy. You know, it and and hair itself you know, now we're doing hair analysis where it can tell you down to what foods aren't good for you because your hair, your body is like a computer and your hair is the printout of every little single thing that is happening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your hair was one of the very first thing in, in utero that was like designed with your, your heart, like in the first trimester of mm-hmm. your life, you know, you are, you're, the hair follicles have already been determined. Like mm-hmm. hair was there in the beginning, you know? So, and I mean, you look around to all like, you know, biblical times, you know, like everything is like, there's a huge circle around hair or a huge energy around hair. And so, but, you know, lately more and more people are coming with hair loss. They're coming in with mm-hmm. eczema, They're coming in with all sorts of scalp issues. Um, all the things. And so what has happened in between, you know, Mm -hmm. because this work that I'm talking about, this holistic hairdressing, whatever, I mean, it's not that we're, you know, starting to come to it. We're actually starting to go back to it. Right. You know, because it was, it was this, you know, before all the crazy chemicals and the magazines and then the Instagrams and Mm -hmm. then the filters and all the craziness. And so that's also my less is more approach, you know, like let's, let's take it back a notch, you know, yeah. and the less that to do with the less you do to your hair, the more you honor and take care of it and speak kindly to it. You know, someone who goes around just constantly is, I hate my hair, I hate my hair, I hate my hair. Guess what? <laughs> like, you know, there's experiments with 
water and rice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of that experiment, but you take water and rice and you say lovely things to the one jar, you say hateful things to the other. And the one that you say hateful things to is going to rot and get moldy faster. And you are 75% water-ish, yeah. you know? And so the way you speak to yourself also will, you know. It, 100%. It, it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, and it's funny when you say like going back, right? It's not like we're moving forward to it. Because when you think of... You look back to like the 70s. Okay. Like I was born, I was, I'm a 74, but I look back to like the 70s, the 60s, 50s. Like, first of all, everyone was fit. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> There's your first number one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they might have been smoking a lot of weed, but they were fit. Okay. They were, they were fit. Plus, they, the I I can't even think like I look at back at pictures and I'm like it's hard to find a bald male back at that time right unless they've aged quite a bit but I'm talking like there's like 20 and 30 year olds early for they're bald mm-hmm. like they're bald when you look back that was very unusual like people had like that like nice thick like hair like it was just you know you think of like and the women not just I mean sorry like not just the women the men right like it was and I mean those were also the days of the the mustache and it was like the more hair the better but it was just so different and it looked so healthy and people were yeah just you know it was very hard to find an obese person if you look at groups like I look at the, I love looking at the picture of Woodstock. And I mean, there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of people there. Right. And it's like, they're all fit and they're all have like flow hair. Right. right. And it's like, yeah, somewhere something went to shit. <laughs> I think that was our food industry. Our hundred percent. That is a whole other podcast. Yeah, a whole other podcast. But um, you know, that said too. Um, you know, when when people come to me for hair issues, the very mm-hmm. first thing I say is that it's an inside feed. Mm-hmm. You know, are you even drinking water? You know, yeah. your hair is your own little personal plant. Are yeah. you giving it water? You know. Second of all, what's the soil like? Where like, are you getting any nutrients out of your food? You know, are you just drinking coffee and pop, which is super acidic? Are you drinking, eating all processed foods? Are you going out to eat all the time? Like, you know, that right there, you start cleaning that up and, you know, you'll probably have a little bit more success with some nicer hair. Well, and you know, it's over the last couple of years, I mean, we're on the same page here that it was like, you know, you want a quick fix for anything. You just take a pill, you take a needle, you take whatever. And it's like, hold up. Like, have you actually looked at what you do on a daily basis? Like what you put inside you, like shit goes in, shit comes out. And it's, it's wild to me, the people that, you know, when you see them at the grocery stores and you look at their cart and you're just like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, and then you look at them and then it all makes sense. (laughs) Right. And then they're the, you know, the ones, and, and I'm, I mean, there's some people who, you know, struggle 
with weight and they'll do everything they possibly can. Right. And I mean, we're all built very differently. I'm talking about the people that, you know, they, they fill their body with shit. They're not really doing anything, but they're the first to complain about, you know, not feeling good or I'm sick all the time or my hair's brittle and falling out. And, you know, they're the first ones then to run to the drugstore to get the topical hair cream and, you know, let's just take this drug to fix this. And it's like, man, we're in this society of just like quick fixes. Yeah. Yeah. And no one wants to put in the work. Right. Yeah. And and hey, I I have got caught in that cycle. One hundred percent. Like when it comes to, you know, like losing a couple pounds or, you know, changing eating patterns or whatever. And it's like, oh, my God, it's been a week. Like, hello. Why am I not back to like. <laughs> right yeah because that's just our society right now everything like social media everything's instant 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 and it's like people forget it's like you still have to put in the work but also it's like you can't go so far putting into the work that you're burning yourself out right and because that's that's how we've gotten in a lot of things and that's why i'm like no like the first thing is you have to learn to put yourself first. You got to look after your own shit, right? And for the last couple of years, all we heard was, you know what? You're just responsible for everybody else. And it's like, no, no, you need to be responsible for yourself. I'm responsible for me. And if I can't look after me, I can't look. How can I look after anybody else? Right. Right. And it starts with, you know, internally and our skin is our biggest organ right and then the hair i love that the cosmic antenna like that is so so amazing <laughs> i know it's like mind blown i'm gonna love blowing people's minds with this information because they just they just have no idea because it's just not taught when i yeah. went to hair school i i like i said like i i i knew that there was something more to hair so when I went to hair school and had the experiences, which I did, and also, I also had an experience where I volunteered to be the bleach out model. You know, we needed to do a full bleach out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I had done it on myself before and it was no problem. This yeah. time around, it was like by the third section, I was like, my head was on fire. And I was like, I don't know, something's going on. Like, we need to get this off. Like, it's yeah. burning. And instead of getting it off because it was already developing, the teacher instructed the students to just go faster. And then on top of it, and I have thick ass hair, you know, yeah. it takes a long time to get through this hair. Then on top of it, they're throwing me under a warm dryer. And oh I just, would, God, I yeah. was toe tapping. I was just <laughs> a toe tapping because I was being chemically burned. Yes. And that was my experience in hair school as a hairdresser. Yeah. So I went into the my career and people wanted these full bleach outs. It was like, uh, like I would I would do them because that was my job, but I absolutely hated it. And I, you know, I was just like, what are we doing to people? Like, what yeah. is this job? This is ridiculous. And and it's funny because I, you know, been cleaning up my house and going through all my stuff. And lately I've been finding some old education and one of the things I was trying to like learn at the time this is before even YouTube I've been doing here for 19 years even before YouTube even before this internet almost you know it was like 
I went and I bought a DVD on, uh, I think it was like National Geographic, The Body, because it said one thing on the back of it that said something about hair. But it was literally a 13 second snippet of (laughs) this is what hair is. But I just wanted to know like more about what hair is with the body and like the the bigger the bigger vision of it you know yeah. not yeah. just this thing chemically burn the shit out of everything. yeah well yeah and i mean you know i remember the sun in days right and the oh god all that shit that oh that we put in our hair and um but i i i love i love this because it's so eye-opening like i said it was so eye-opening for me to think about it in that way. But one thing I find very interesting is when you said we were taught that hair is dead. Mm -hmm. And that is like, that's so bizarre to me, right? Just the thought of being told that because it's like, well, hair, like it grows. Like, how can it actually be dead? Like that doesn't, that makes zero sense. So even take away anything else like obviously you know like my yeah. god when they get dna samples they they need a strand of your hair for god's sake right like it is alive exactly. it can tell everything about you so it's like it, are, is that still being told to people because we need to put a stop uh, to that. we need to put yeah. a stop to that right now <laughs> I, I totally agree like who the hell's writing this curriculum oh but uh yeah it's not it's not uh, something that I would like to teach. I mean, I, I do have some education out there and I'd be more than happy to teach some other people, you know, this information and, you know, even being on this podcast, sharing this information, you know, yeah, in the good word, spreading the message that, you know, your hair, it's like, why do you think when you get sick, the first thing to go is your hair, you know, yeah. it's, yeah, it's a direct reflection. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It's yeah, you know, and then just over the weekend over this holistic hair summit, you know, one lady just said, hair has a life cycle. How can yeah. it be dead? And just when yeah. she said it was like Yeah, like exactly. It, yeah, it's like fake news, fake news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, again, like going back to being the bleach out model, it's like, well, you know, I think even in my own head, I was like, Well, hair's dead. So, you know, let's just do whatever to this, but oh wait a second, it's attached to an alive body, and you're not yeah. just putting this bleach on, putting it on my body. Yeah, you know yeah. we we look at people who bleach their skin, and we think, oh, what the hell is wrong with that person? But yet a quarter inch away, we're bleaching our scalp. So, you know what difference is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, being completely honest, because that's how we are here. Yeah. I think ethically, right that. Oh, and I and I see this like the young girls and guys and whatnot, but I'm going to take girls, for example, right? So young, wanting to like bleach their hair and dye their hair. And it's like, oh, I think, you know, myself, I'd be like, oh, shit. They come to my chair. I'd be like, I don't know if I can do this. It depends. I've lost a client because I wouldn't. Yeah. A full bleach out. Yeah. You know. His mom got mad at me because he came home with highlighted hair, but not a bleach out. And I just said, sorry, like if I would have known that I would have said no, because I, do, I don't do full bleach outs anymore. I refuse. Yeah. 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 Don't love and, them. yeah. It's a lot of work. <laughs> and like yeah. I said, they after people's bodies, yeah. really. Yeah. Not even just 
your body because your your body is like I am being traumatized right now, and so there's trauma there, right? Like for sure, yeah. for sure. So I want to just touch on that briefly um, about hair and trauma because when I go back to <laughs> I love the Britney Spears one because everybody yeah. knows that, right? Yeah. And they're like, she went crazy, she shaved her hair and blah blah blah, and it's like, um. How do you explain that to somebody like how the like the hair? Because when I say like hair carries trauma, right? People are like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, how would you explain that to somebody? Um. So even for example, <laughs> over the weekend, I was visiting my girlfriend and she has two young girls who have super naughty hair mm-hmm. and I was looking down and mom started combing the hair and she started brushing from the top down and I could hear it. I was like, Oh my gosh. I said, come over here. Let auntie comb your hair because especially as a kid, when you go for your first haircut, well, it can, it can start right from then. So your very first haircut, because when you were born, most of the time, the very first thing that enters this world is your crown. It's the hair. It's your hair. Yeah. That's, that's like most of the time where, you know, baby's getting kisses, nurtured, you know, yeah. put a little beanie on it, you know, protect yeah. your head. And, and then throughout, you know, even with my own daughter, I'm like, look at your hair. You have so beautiful. your hair. And then to just go to a barber or go to the hair sauce, they're just like getting the clippers in there, getting scissors, which are sharp, which have we've been, which we taught them that like, no scissors are dangerous. Right. But here, here's a stylist coming right into this child's very For sure. field with these scissors. So it's like almost like them being amputated, you know, right. like because they're getting something of themselves cut off. And so that's where a lot of hair trauma can start. That's where a lot of um, authority issues can start uh-huh. with people as well, too. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, uh, for example, right after I learned about hair trauma, I had one client, every time I combed around her ears, she would kind of like do this little, okay. you know, yeah, yeah, have a little sap. And it was just, it always annoyed the hell out of me. And I was like, okay, I'll be gentler, <laughs> you know? And as I was telling her, you know, all of this kind of stuff that I was learning, she goes, you know what? My ex husband, her abusive ex husband, used to drag her around by the hair. And I thought, oh my God. Yeah. That- why you're sensitive here because uh, if your hair is being pulled it's bringing you back to that memory it's bringing you back to that not trauma time you know yeah and so then again you know looking at the kids and their hair being pulled Mm -hmm. yeah getting their hair combed you know there's better ways to do it than just briefing on their scalp briefing on their hair so you know like we just have to be so much more conscious like around the head around the hair like it's a very potent energy zone it's yeah. your connection it's you know all that kind of stuff and your hair is such a sensory tool that when it's being reefed on or mm-hmm. bleached to shit or ripped by a partner you know an abusive partner then like that yeah and just your hair but your body carries that memory you know yeah, yeah. My, my boyfriend too he hates getting haircuts he has the nicest hair and i got like minutes to cut this hair because he absolutely hates haircuts because I think he's just he's had thick hair mm-hmm. he's said, so many people butcher it that he just uh, yeah. doesn't yeah. like to get haircuts yeah. and he's uh, 40 years old and he's still a little bitch about his hair <laughs> well and 
yeah, like it's it's just the more you learn about the connections with like I always say there's there's no coincidences, right? There there's just there's incidences and everything is connected, right? We are we are energy, everything about us is energy and it's like when you go in to have a service, right? It's that does affect you. I mean, how many times you've gone um you know, somewhere to have something done and you're like, oh, I felt uncomfortable with the person or it just, you know, I had a bad experience and you're never going to go back. Right. Like it's very much. Um, and I mean, I always say like with hair, it's especially like when people are like rubbing your scalp and stuff, like it is very intimate. It is very yeah. intimate. And, you know, if there's somebody and I, I would even say your, you know, the, the stylist, if they've had like a shitty day or they're like, pissed off or whatever, right? Like you, fuck, you feel it. Yeah. You feel it. And, and it, it's almost like you, that attaches to you. Right. Yeah. And it, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. We can all, we, we can pick up people's energy all the time, but especially when there's that touch, right. And it's, it's in the head. It's so much, um, and being like, um, very sensitive to energy. I mean, I know how to protect myself now, but God, when I did it, I, I was, I would feel like shit so many times from going to, to get something done or whatever. And I'd be like, why? Like, it's supposed to be relaxing. It's supposed to do this to me, but you know, it, it, it makes total sense. Like when you, yeah. when you get down to, you know, what we are, we are energy and, um, and the cosmic antenna is like, you need to like write a book about that. Cosmic <laughs> antenna. <laughs> the well, there is a book about that already, but yes, I would love to write my own book one day for sure. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. No, it's but that's the awesome it's, part is that this work, this information, this like yeah, this exciting new awareness of hair is it's coming back. I love Bring it. it I yeah. love it. I love it. It's and whole community of us now. I love that. And I love that you are so open about it. Right. And, um, you're just like such a great ambassador for it. And well, a long time to coming from well, a Catholic background. Oh <laughs> shit. I know. <laughs> They're like, yeah. what you want to follow your dream? The fuck does that mean? Yeah. Like, um, well, it means like, I don't want to do the same thing that you're doing. I want to do my own thing and honor me, but yeah, you know what it is, right? It's, it's um and when you find that passion that's the thing like you're so passionate about it like love it yeah and it, it's it, like it shows it's like like honestly when i go to and and caprice too it's like she gets so excited right it's like you go and then just chill out and then she's reading the cards and then she's like oh am i gonna get a massage today like it's it is mm -hmm. an experience yeah whereas before they're like oh god i have to book a haircut oh my god right and um and just being able to understand and pick up on your clients' energies and what they need, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's maybe they're, you know, they had a shitty day or there's something that they're dying to get off their chest, right? And and just having that intuition of, um, you know, not just small talk and surface talk, but, you know, helping people actually feel like grounded and loved and, um you know, because I think there's so much of that shit missing in the world right now that it's. And talk can only do so much, you know? Yeah. 
touching, you know, and, and intentionally, but also lovingly touching other people and like really, you know, when people come in and they're squirrely or you can just, mm-hmm. they're just like, they don't want to talk, you know, it's like right then and there, I dim the lights. I take yeah. the mirror, tell them take a deep, couple deep breaths. I get some oils out, you know, and it's just yeah. like, yeah, you know, cause I can't, I, I can only say so much, you know, yeah. the, the real yeah. work is within you and I can be a yeah. conduit that energy to come through, but you know, touch to me is just a whole other love language that when done right can really. Yeah. I love it. People. Yeah. I love it. So just, just to wrap up here, I know you are tending to the newest addition in your home. Um, so you're not currently taking new clients. Is that correct? Um, you know, I'm kind of, yes and no, I'm not, mm-hmm. I feel like I want to take new clients for my energy services. Yeah. You know, okay. I'm working two days a week. And so I have my small clientele I'm working with right now, but I want to do more of my energy services. So that is something that I'm totally open to, whether that is a client coming in or teaching hairstylist, you know, oh, there is some that. programs I have and some mentoring and a phone call or whatever. So that's what I want to fill my time with is spreading this word and yeah. spreading it through my words and spreading it through my yeah. hands and my space. And yeah. Yeah. And I think this is something like, Oh my, like I could just imagine if every hairstylist operated this way, I feel like everybody would be a lot more zenned out. I, you know, we can, we can heal the world one head of head at a time. <laughs> one cosmic antenna at a time. Yeah. <laughs> So if people want to connect with you, what is the best way? Um, probably just through Instagram, Jenalyn underscore soul salons. Okay. Honestly, that's probably the best. Send me a DM and we can go from there. Cool. And we'll yeah. drop all that info in the show notes um, and a little blurb about you. But yeah, I honestly, I could talk forever, but we're going to see each other tomorrow. So yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm in for a nice treat tomorrow, guys. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much um, for just coming out and just explaining this, because I feel like so many people really needed to hear this and just to know, like to start thinking about their hair in a different way and how like just little changes can make such a difference in their life. Exactly. Love it. Thanks for Love having it. me. You bet. Yeah. And thank you, everyone. Uh, We will chat with you next time. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hustle Culture Hater Club podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the HCHC.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at Instagram.com slash the Hustle Culture Hater Club. If you'd like to speak with us, please send us an email through podcast at the HCHC.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Don't forget to like and subscribe and stay fully up to date. Until next time.